0: There's joy in every journey.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock
2: on the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? What? It is time for. The Falcons report. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught.
1: Touchdown.
3: Five o'clock
2: Falcons report. Oh, my heavens. The five o'clock Falcons report is brought to you by Jack Daniels. Make it count. Jack Daniels, please drink responsibly. And sponsored by MD Anderson Cancer Center on Dukes and Bell. We are Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, "Hey, man." man, happy Tuesday. Coming off of a long weekend. Lots going on with our Atlanta Hawks. We're going to talk more about that coming up in about 20 minutes. As Kyle Corver officially named the assistant general manager, you just heard from him last hour. We'll talk about what we saw on the floor and the dysfunction <laughs> off of the floor. But, Mike, as we uh, slide into the Falcon Report, coming, into, uh, coming off a weekend in which the playoffs were incredible. Uh, it was mm-hmm. a lot of fun to watch these games play out. We now know what the divisional round looks like, guys. But what about the Falcons? What about us? What are we doing to right. make our team – better, and what are we going to do? Now, let me ask you this, and I just want to ask you guys this question. Would you take Lamar Jackson right now? Would you take Lamar Jackson right now?
1: It's going gonna, it's gonna to put us behind the eight ball with the cap. I'm intrigued by it. I think it would be interesting. I just The other thing, you and I have talked how many times have we talked about Lamar Jackson before the injury about it? is he going backwards? You know, and why, why can't they make it work with him in, in Baltimore the way he did the MVP season? So I, there's a lot to unpack with him. It would electrify the fan base. I mean, you'd, you'd, we'd be right back to the number seven days. We'd have a full house, and people would be going, getting, going bananas. Carl, get in there. But I just—is that what you want? Yeah, but I just—isn't that what you want? I, am I going to win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson? Why couldn't you? Isn't that what you he want? He hasn't won one in Baltimore with a better defense. I know we debate about the weapons around him, but I just—I'm not sold on where he is right now in his game. I'm going to say this: we'll see where it goes. The divorce is looming.
2: And Lamar is going to be traded. And if he is, and we are not a part of that discussion, I'm going to be disappointed. Because, Mike, Mm -hmm. it's a quarterback league. I'm not going to tell you that I know everything there is to know about Desmond Ritter and that I fully and wholeheartedly trust in the fact that Desmond Ritter is going to win us a Super Bowl. I don't know that. Mm -hmm. I do agree with Bo that he's shown some of the, the traits and the signs that maybe can get us there if things around him are good. But Lamar Jackson, Mike, is proven. Lamar Jackson is an MVP. Lamar Jackson, I know what I'm getting. I still really don't know after four games what I'm getting with Desmond Ritter. And I'm just throwing it out there for Falcon fans because this is something that is going to happen. You want to talk about an offseason? You want to talk about where things are going? I'm not talking about the draft. I'm not talking about what we're going to do in free agency. I'm simply saying if this happens and he becomes available, which it will, would you want him?
1: So I got, uh, we don't bring back Mariota. I'm looking, I got $80 million in cap space. What, what's he want? I mean, he couldn't come to terms with the Ravens. We're we going to, you know, make, we have to come up with whoa, a deal whoa, whoa. with his agent. What's he going to want? When you say can't come to terms, you mean they didn't want to pay him. Well, I don't know what, I, mean, I don't know what he was asking for because we we're always confused about who's, he doesn't have a reg. he doesn't have traditional representation. So we don't, it was never leaked from an agent because he didn't have one. No, but I, again, I don't know if that matters in the big scheme of things. Roquan just got his deal. He doesn't have an agent. I don't know if that matters. I, they don't want to pay him. But they're paying him a half of what they'd be paying Lamar Jackson. Roquan's contract is half of what Lamar's asking for. He's asking it's for still Deshaun $100 Watson. million. Dollars. No, he's asking for Deshaun Watson. But he's asking for a quarter of a billion. It's still a $100 million. Dollars? He, well, you want to give a quarter of a billion dollars to a guy whose skills are going backwards the last two years. Have they gone backwards? What do you? I don't know how else to quantify it. I'm the guy's biggest fan. You and I said he needs to be a first-round draft pick. He was MVP. He electrified the league. And he's gone backwards. I don't know if he's gone backwards. All
2: I know is if you are telling me that we'd have a full house, isn't that what we want? Isn't well, that what we want? Don't we want to be interesting? Don't we want to be fun? Don't we want to be
1: more competitive? Yeah, but I you're telling me he's not going to bring all of those things, all the guy does is win in the regular season. I didn't win a Super Bowl with Mike Vick. I got a fan base which uh, you know enjoyed themselves, and we had great fun, but we never accomplished anything. I mean, we got to a one NFC championship. And I know that they were extenuating circumstances with Mike at the end of his run here. But I don't know exactly. I look, I like Lamar. I'm intrigued. I just don't know where his game is right now. I mean, honestly, I'm 50-50 at best right now, if you ask me right now. There's no way I'm not taking Lamar Jackson right now. There's no way I'm not taking Lamar Jackson. He's thrown for 17 touchdowns this year, 16 the year before. Yeah. I could get that from Desmond Ritter. Well, and, and part of that is because he's missed games. Mike, he just missed the last six games.
2: Now, the question becomes, and this is the bigger question, right? Did he miss those games because he wasn't given the contract, or did he miss them because legitimately he had swollen knee and he couldn't play and all of the things that we've heard about? That's something I don't know if anybody will ever know. If he was protecting his interest,
1: wouldn't you? I got, Look, I don't get the business side of it, but right now, I got the complete, I got to be honest, 180 from my experience with the Deshaun Watson back in March and St. Patrick's Day last year. I'm building this team the right way. I'm not going to go do this with a quarterback that's going to cost a fortune who I don't know is going to stay healthy. That's my that's my argument about Lamar Jackson. Your quarterback, you don't know enough about whether no. he can lead this no. team to the playoffs
2: or not. You, we don't know that. And, again, I like Desmond Ritter. There's nothing to not like. I mean, hell, at the end of the day, we were clamoring for him before he, you know, before they put him out on the field. But if you're going to tell me I'm fully and wholeheartedly trusting in that Desmond Ritter is going to be a quarterback that's going to lead us to the playoffs, you can't say that right now. Lamar Jackson has one more playoff. This guy has been to the playoffs. This guy has won.
1: He's got one more win than Lamar Jackson. Why would you not take Lamar Jackson right now? he's not consistent passer. He's gone backwards with his passing game. He's got got one more career victory in playoffs than Desmond Ritter. But blame the offensive coordinator. He's alternator. one in three. Then blame the defense, well, so which is Marcus, the best. Who did Marcus Mariota and everybody wanted Mariota no, here? No, nobody wanted Ma- Mariota was a bum. Mariota was a. Was a Mariota and, was a placeholder. He was the best we could afford. And he's got a playoff win. Yeah. And so what? I'm telling you, Lamar and Jackson. Exactly. Lamar so Jackson what? doesn't. Again, four years ago. Three years ago, not now. Are I don't telling know what Lamar Jackson is. You're telling me he's washed up at 25 or 26 years well, old? Well, in America, traditionally, in any, acumen or, sorry, any business, when you look at a metric, if performance goes down and down and down, you don't want to get involved with that. Get out of here. He's not lost anything. You know what he's
2: lost? He's lost the respect of his organization. Well, his I... organization doesn't respect him enough to take care of him, and therefore now he understands he's got to take care of himself. He will become available, and if you're telling me, Falcon fans, we shouldn't be interested in this
1: at all, you're crazy. He's a highlight reel. He's never going to win a Super Bowl. He makes too many turnovers. We're not playing radio because Carl just blindsided me with this. It's this the first I'm hearing this argument, and that's why you did this. I don't believe in him anymore. I don't believe in Lamar Jackson the way I did three years ago. You well, you, well, how could you believe in him when his own organization doesn't believe in well, him? Well, again, that's a them problem. Talk to Biscotti, who makes the cookies. I don't know what's going on up there in Baltimore. He screwed this up by not having an agent.
2: That's not why he screwed it up. How that's those... a lame argument. Evry- everybody that's, else in the... not, that's not why everybody he screwed it up. Everybody else
1: in the league got a contract that's who not... was a
2: quarterback up for a contract that's except not... for Lamar Jackson. That's not why he screwed it up. Well, do you th- think the... there's any coinkedick? K- 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 no. The, the market value is the market value, Mike. We've talked about this. This is why Roquan went to him and said, hey, why is Roquan the top paid linebacker in the NFL right now? All of a sudden... The market is the
1: market. You can't run from yeah, it. Yeah, but Deshaun Watson, the, with what they did, what Jimmy Haslett did, completely blew the market up to somewhere it was never supposed to be. Well, and that's reset it. Th- that may be true, but that doesn't mean everybody gets it. Kyler Murray didn't get it. Yeah, and he got a nice deal, though, still so more than what Lamar Jackson's looking at, he's so, getting a franchise tag. It
2: doesn't mean that you get it just because somebody else got it. My point is, Falcon fans, it's a quarterback league.
1: Period. But he doesn't throw it accurately enough. He's a tremendous athlete. Are you telling me that Arthur Smith is going to get an unwrapped, un, un, I guess, unwrap the riddle, or whatever you want to call it, of why his accuracy and his percentages have dropped? He, why is he a turnover machine, Carl? You going not hold on to the football, in the, at least in the playoffs, when it matters most. dukes Yeah, I, I, I think those things, Mike, when you start talking about
2: overall performance and what a guy brings to a team, I, I think there are very few guys that, that bring what Lamar brings. And if you're telling me that if, if he's invested – which right now, I don't know if he is. Why, again, why wouldn't you be? You've busted your butt for four years. You've played your rookie contract out. This team has gone not out of its way to increase your, uh, you know, your salary in any, whatso- so whatso- any ways whatsoever. No bonuses, Mike. No no, nothing. No playoff incentives. Nothing to just say, hey, you know what? We haven't gotten a deal done, but we're going to take care of you in some way, shape, or form, and
1: that's why there's going to be a divorce. But, but in the NFL, and look, he is his own unique talent. But we're not even hitting 3,000 yards passing. I mean, regardless of the injuries, even the year the MVP. Because, because the, the offense is based on running the football, Mike. I've made the argument about the lack of wide receivers he's had. I've always said, give the guy better playmakers. We said, look at Jalen Hurts. They finally got Jalen Hurts, bona fide wide receivers. This guy's best thing was Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews. Yeah, and but, they traded Hollywood Brown. But I, and again, yeah. but, but again, this guy is not as accurate. Fran Tarkin said it years ago about Mike Vick. You can't coach accuracy. This guy's all over the place. Didn't we say this about Jalen Hurts last year? I'm just asking, let's not get caught up in all of that. So we're going to take the greatest cap space we've ever had and give it to a guy that was going to ask for more money than Deshaun Watson. He's not going to take up all your cap space. The way the deal would be structured, that's not the situation.
2: You'd have to trade for him. You're going to give up probably your pick. And some more picks. And you're going to give him a contract. At the end of the and you are, but he's not going to take up all your cap space. That's not how these deals
1: well, are constructed. Didn't we just end the Matt Ryan situation and now we're going to give a guy Deshaun Watson money for five years with no guarantee well, that he's going to Desha- stay you healthy? I keep saying Deshaun Watson money. Who else has Deshaun Watson money? What do you think he's.
2: Nobody has a Deshaun Watson and money. Why do you think he doesn't Name have a contract? Name the other cont- guy that has Deshaun Watson money. Why do you think he doesn't have Who a contract? Is what is he asking
1: for? Who is he? Name the other guy. Nobody, but that's what Lamar Jackson's asking for. What do you think he has to the a deal? There's reason
2: why he doesn't have Deshaun Watson money, and nobody else has it. He's asking for too much money. N- nobody's going to get Deshaun Watson money. The Browns screwed that up. Stop putting him in that category
1: that he's going to get $400 million. He's not. What's the next highest-paid guy? Because then that's what you're going to Take that and the average between that and Deshaun Watson. Well, there's, because there's no reason why if you're telling to tell him me get if done. If you're telling me it's 190 and 210, then, yeah, that's probably about right. But, again, we finally cleared ourselves of cap space. We have a chance to build around a young quarterback, which, again, I know there's a tremendous unknown. But what I've seen of Lamar Jackson in the last two years is not the great shakes it was when he was MVP. Can't be scared. I, I, Look, I'm not going down this road. I want to develop it organically. I'm not going to start plugging in free agents when we finally get out of free agent hell. What if we get everything right but this? I mean, you don't then believe in Ritter. Then what are we doing? You don't believe in Ritter. So you're out on Ritter. Didn't say that. I said, what if
2: we get everything right but this? What are you doing then? Why would You're you doing sp- this. You're going to look for a quarterback. Right. You're still going to be looking for a guy. And I'm telling you, if a guy like this becomes available and you have an option to get him and right. a chance to get him, why would you not look so at it? So give a
1: guy $40 million a year who plays 12 games a year. That is a question. That's my brother. I'm the bigger. You that, know, I'm a huge that, Lamar fan, but that, that
2: is a me. question. Now, you can't deny the injuries that have happened with Lamar. But when healthy, dynamic. When healthy, must see. And I'm just bringing it to you, Atlanta. I'm just telling you right now. If you talk about all this stuff, man, we need a quarterback. We wish we had a quarterback. We need a quarterback. Well, there's one that may become available. And if we're not in those discussions,
1: something's wrong. Mm-hmm. I love it. It would put this place, I mean, it would be bananas. This place would be number one like it was when Vic was here. And then five years from now, we won't have a Super Bowl. Why would you say that? He's not the guy. Why would you say that? He's not the guy. So you're telling me Desmond Ritter is? I don't know, but I know that this guy's had his chance right now and he's gone backwards. He's been been in the league four years, Mike. He was an MVP and he's gone backwards since. Come on. He's regressed. He's a fumble machine who can't stay healthy and screwed up his contract. That's a Baltimore problem. I'm not un- getting in mixed with that. That's unbelievable you would say he's not the guy. Are you serious? He's They're, not the guy. They, they, how could you say that? He's been in league four years. He's playing on a Again, fifth if you want, of his rookie If you want heel. Mike Vick 2.0 and we can all fun have fun and we'll never go anywhere, we can do that. But we'll be entertained.
2: What do you guys think? 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. What's going on with the Hawks? We're going to tell you the latest when we come back on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The Strong arm Story of the Day is brought to you by John Foyt
1: Associates Personal Injury Law.
2: Oh, I don't know what you guys are thinking. I'm all about getting better, getting more exciting, maybe being in the playoffs. The idea is, uh, listen, if Lamar Jackson and I think the divorce is coming, I'm just telling you.
1: Uh, It doesn't seem like it's going that way. uh,
2: It it does. And Greg Roman's not going to be there. That's the offensive coordinator. Um, And and he's going to become available, and and somebody's going to trade for him. And you guys can't tell me right now we got our future franchise quarterback. I love Desmond Ritter. Let's clear the record. I like Desmond Ritter, what I saw in the four games. Kid didn't turn the ball over. He played well under the circumstances. But you guys cannot look me in the face right now and go, Dukes, we got our guy for the next 12 years. You can't. So if we can't do that, then why the hell would we be involved in some discussions
1: about a guy who is better right now in his career than the guy we have? Well, two things. We have the worst defense in the league, and you're going to have to give up all your draft picks to get Lamar Jackson. So then we'll have Lamar Jackson on a defense which is not not as good as the Ravens, which is part of the reason he gets in the playoffs because he's on such a balanced team. So I mean, look, I for, and just for guys out there, I'm not hating. If you ever, I defend, when the Bill Polian crap dropped, that got me furious. I'm a big Lamar Jackson guy because I was a fan of this guy from seeing him put 63 on my Florida State up at Louisville ever since. But I just think, Carl, I'm just concerned in why, where his game is at, why the numbers have gone the way they have, the turnovers in the postseason, and then lately the issues. Now, I'm not going to debate you about his motivation to not be on the field when he feels he's being screwed by the Ravens. That yeah. has nothing to do with his trade value. That's just common sense from his standpoint.
2: Yeah, I mean, you got to protect your your interests, man. I mean, I, I said this over the weekend, and, and you wanted Lamar to do something you wouldn't do. If I had a $250 million check in front of Check that, $150 million check. Wait a minute, a $90 million check in front of you. And I said, I need you to play. Would you have done it? You wouldn't have, but you wanted him to do something you wouldn't have been willing to do. So I don't know personally, Mike, I don't know if we'll ever know. But I know enough guys that know that you have to protect your interest, and his interest is my long-term viability in this league. That means I've got to be healthy, and if this team's not going to pay me, somebody else is. Now let's discuss the value real quick, and then we can move on. I know many of you guys are like, you're out of your mind. I'm just putting it out there, and I'm telling you guys, we got to be in these discussions. The going rate for guys in this league is going up. Do you forget how much money is being thrown at these quarterbacks? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they're average guys. They're average guys who are getting paid a lot of money. So if you are in the quarterback business and the best teams in this league are, go look at the playoffs. Dak got his, okay? go look. The San Francisco 49ers are the outlier. And even then, they went back and paid Garoppolo, who was supposed to be there. This is where we are, guys. If you're going to pay a quarterback, it's going to be thirty-five to forty-two million to forty-six million.
1: That's just what it is, Mike. But why rush me paying that money when I know? Look, and I don't know what Ritter is. Lamar Jackson is better than Ritter. He's an experience. He's an MVP. No one debates that. But I just can't go and give right now forty-six million north of forty-six million because that's what if you extrapolate. Aaron Rodgers averages out to fifty million. Mahomes is forty-six. Deshaun Watson's forty-six. Kyler Murray is averaging out to forty-six million. I love the model of you know what the Cowboys did with Dak before his contract or what Seattle did with Russell before his deal. That's part of the intrigue of yeah. having this guy again, but that's betting on the come that Ritter becomes this guy in an offense where we're going to run the ball more than throw it anyway. The other thing, I'll just play devil's advocate, I'll jump on your side of this. What could Arthur Smith do with Lamar Jackson, which he wasn't able to – that wasn't happening the last few years in Baltimore? That's interesting to me, but I just want to save the cap. And the biggest thing that makes me not want to do this, how do I ever improve this defense if I'm going to spend that money and draft. all those draft picks? No, but I'm going to give up all my draft picks. The Ravens are going to want a 1-1-1. They're going to want two number ones and maybe a two. and a two. You're going to have to give up your future draft picks okay. to get Lamar Jackson in Okay,
2: here. so one or the other, right? You, you, If you're willing to do this, you're going to get your quarterback. That's something you don't have to worry about. But the other side of it is we do have money to spend in free agency. Now, you can't address everything in free agency. I do agree with that. And, and I do agree with – let's talk about this Arthur Smith thing. Arthur Smith ran an offense this year that was suited for Marcus Mariota. I can guarantee you this offense will look different as we move forward and the personnel changes. He's brilliant in the way, like most of these coordinators, that I have a system, but I also know what my quarterback does well. Mike, I think he would improve under a guy like Arthur Smith. What did Nick Sirianni do with Jalen, Jalen Hurts? Mm. Guys, Jalen Hurts was a 54%
1: completion rate guy last year. But he was strong to a bum
2: tight end and a bunch of wide receivers
1: that were on the practice squad.
2: Okay. They went and got weapons. Okay, so you went and traded for A.J. Brown. You drafted Devontae Adams. I mean, uh, Smith. or
1: Smith. C- come on, Mike. I mean, at the end of the day, his completion percentage is up to 67%. But you got to have weapons. You got to have weapons around eight. That's I mean, Look, we're also Jalen Hurts guys. We thought Jalen Hurts was the steal of the draft. But he played with a – let's be honest. He played with a bum – you had literally his last the first season he was playing with guys off the practice squad. A tight end, a buster of the three tight ends, was his best receiver. All I'm saying is, Carl, I got to fix my defense first before I can fix my quarterback. I've got a serviceable quarterback now in a quarterback league. Yes, but I'm not going to jump into a guy I don't know is going to stay healthy. That's the other concern with Lamar Jackson. If it is simply contract gamesmanship, or the last two years he can't give me close to 12 games, how am I going to com- commit 150 to 200 million dollars to that?
2: Who was it, Chris, real quick, that said he shouldn't play? Was it Richard Sherman? Was it Richard Sherman that? I think who he might that? have said it, yeah. You remember?
1: Well, yeah. I, I think uh, it was
2: a podcast. You guys remember that? We well, played it.
1: A bunch of guys. So Ryan Clark has been on the record saying it. Sherman said it. He should said it. not play, right? Yeah. But the, 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 here, well, hold on real quick. Not playing is one thing, but not even traveling is another, especially when he traveled late in the season.
2: Yeah. I, here's the deal with that, Bo. I, being on the sideline in the, on the playoff game, he would have been the focal point. And he probably would have been a distraction because all the cameras and everything would have been on Lamar. I mm. think the team said, we're good. We know where you're at. Chill. I don't think Lamar didn't want to necessarily be there. But if you're there on the sidelines and all week long, all we've been talking about is do you play? Does he play? Why isn't he playing? That's unfair to his teammates. His team balled out. They lost,
1: but they balled They played well. I don't think he, that that d- d- deserves well, more than what it is. This, I, I don't think it's a big deal. Now, Sammy Watkins doesn't speak for the entire Ravens team, but he was one of the guys that went on record saying, hey, bro, you need to be out here. you know. And so there was at least one guy, maybe more in that locker room, that felt, look – you got to play this out in the offseason. But some guys would say you have no leverage in the offseason. Your only leverage is now. But the thing is, by not playing, you basically you could argue burn your bridges in Baltimore where now you will get your wish and you will be traded.
2: Yeah, and I don't know if it's his wish, Mike, or if it's the wish of the team. Mm
1: -hmm. All I know is when you put out posts like he's putting out where you feel like you haven't been taken care of. Mm -hmm. Well, look. He's an MVP in 2018. Patrick Mahomes is an MVP, and Aaron Rodgers, those guys are making that, that big loot. Deshaun Watson has not sniffed an MVP. Kyler Murray may never sniff an MVP, and they're making $46 million. And that's where I think it got sideways with the Ravens. And that's the point. There are That's where the market is. Everybody's tripping around. We can't pay him. This is what you're paying, guys. You're paying guys that with, with that, even the, the credentials. The resume of some of these other guys, either way. but And if I knew Fontenot, like if Fontenot was Mickey Loomis or Fontenot was Belichick in his heyday, yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd be willing to trade those draft picks. I don't know what we're going to do with the draft picks, well, too. And, and, Mike, we don't know that about Terry Fontenot either right now.
2: Yeah. And, and, Terry, we love you, but we don't know that about you. We need some more drafts under our belt to see right. what this is going to look like. All right, we got more to get to. We're going to talk about our our Hawks coming up. Uh, so many people responded to this conversation, wanted to make sure we continued it because I know a lot of you are like, no way, why would we do this? I'm not telling you we go away from the plan, but this is the number one position you must get right. Arthur Smith can be as brilliant as he wants. You just saw what happened with Marcus Mariota, right? If you don't get this right, he may not even be here.
1: I finally got some money. I'm not upside down in my car carload. I don't want to go back to it. <laughs> I understand. I want to I wanna get a pass rush. I have a pass rush. for. There's no pass. We have no pass rush. This franchise, Claude Humphrey and a bunch of bleh. We'll go get one. Let's
2: go get one. All right, we'll come back. We're going to talk about the Hawks. They got three big wins over the weekend, but what's going on behind the scenes? All right, we're going to talk about it next.
4: Call from mom. Answer it.
0: Call silenced.
3: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or
0: you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: It is Dukes and Bell. Follow us! Dukes and Bell929, that's our social media handle on Twitter for the show. He is Mike Bell ATL. I'm at Put 'em Up, See Dukes in this radio show again at Dukes and Bell 929. Um, let's go back to last Wednesday. That would have been January 11th. Okay, we played Milwaukee. We lost 114, 105. Bogey had 22. We came back. We were talking about it. And then Friday, the blank hit the fan, right? Because you got literally all, you got all reporting from Sam Amick and. He was talking about the dysfunction in the front office and what had went down with Travis Slink and the end of the era. And, Mike, we had him on. If you missed that interview, go check it out. It's online at odyssey.com. So, Friday night, we leave here, and we're like, I don't know what this team's going to do. We had no idea whether it would affect the team or not and all that's going on with the front office. But they beat the Pacers Friday night. Come back Saturday. They go to Toronto, which was a big win, because Toronto always gives us trouble.
1: Yeah, Siakam and all that size, that athleticism where we struggle,
2: especially at half court. So, Trey has 29 in that game, played well. Okongwu's played well these last few games as well. And then Miami comes in Monday for the MLK game, and we win. So, that's three in a row. And here's where we've been, guys. Can we win six, seven, eight in a row? Can we go on a run that gets us kind of back in the mix of things? Can we become a top-six team, maybe a top-four team? I still don't know all of that. But, Mike, (laughs) here's what we know about what's going on behind the scenes. How much is that going to affect this team moving forward?
1: I mean, if there is kind of a prima donna thing with Trey and his stuff don't stink and he's not beholden to anyone because he's pals with the owner's son, again, all in the article you can make your own conclusions, then nothing changes. And perhaps, like anything else in sports, the locker room finds a new equilibrium, and that's just the way it is, just like people had to deal with. You know, Isaiah Thomas with the Pistons. It was his show, and he was a real major jerk, and the guys just rolled with it. (laughs) You know, I'm not saying that that Trey is that guy, but there was a different dynamic in that team. Zeke called the shots up in Motown. That's He he did. Um, Wednesday, we get the Mavs. We're at the Mavs Wednesday.
2: That's the next game. It's always interesting when we play the Mavs because you have the game itself, and then you have the game within the game, right? And... Not that these guys are guarding each other because they don't. They don't. But whoever outplays each other, it's always. It can sometimes break even, you know. And if Trey has thirty five and Luca has thirty five, okay, fine. But if Luca plays way above what we normally get from him in a game against the Hawks, it's always talked about because these two guys are linked. With that said, and Luca, by the
1: way, averaging thirty three point eight, and Trey averaging twenty seven point four. Yes, I think Trey's tenth in the league. I want to say something like that. Ninth in the league. Eleventh right now.
2: Okay. So um, the other point is that we got a chance to hear from Kyle Corver earlier. He went on our morning show today. Kyle is now the assistant general manager for the Hawks. So you have Landry Fields and you have Kyle Corver. Those are the faces. But are they calling the shots? And that's the question Mm -hmm. right now. Are the basketball people being allowed to do their jobs? If you're going to trust these guys – and you're going to say, "Hey, we're going to go younger and we're going to do these things and we're going to have these guys in place." Mike, are they being allowed to call the shots because I got to tell you guys something. Trade deadline is February 9th. Are we sitting around? Are we buyers or are we sellers? sellers? Or right. do we think we're we're in, going to be in contention to do something this year? Or are we going to sit back and
1: go, "Oh, well, things will come together and we'll be okay?" Well, let's get By the way, for guys who missed it earlier because I know we got a different audience in their cars right now, explain the uh, trade the John Collins trade that didn't go down because that got squashed thanks to this multi-headed monster that's calling the shots, I guess, right? Yeah, you know, this goes back to the summer. Um,
2: And I can report this now because, again, you know, one, it didn't happen. But, two, just because of the way things have shaken out. But, yeah, John was going to be traded. Um, We would have received Harrison Barnes. For those who don't know his career, you can check it out. Uh, A really good shooter. Uh, He plays good defense. Great piece on the Warriors. Yes, he's a guy that just – is one of those pieces on a team, Mike, that I think every team kind of needs. He would have increased our shooting prowess on the on the perimeter, and would have yeah. helped when Bogey had a busted knee. Well, and I <laughs> think Bogey, well, bo, not Bogey, but uh, Gallant was out. Yeah, and he was going to be gone. But I also you have to think about it from this standpoint: Herter may have been here. Okay, so you got to think mm-hmm. about the shooting around Trey, not the fact that Herter now is gone because you didn't want to get into the luxury tax. Either way, that was the deal on the table. It did not happen.
1: So we get back to. As I said earlier, I give myself an out on this. If Nick wrestler Tony wrestler's son, has put together a group of guys that are going to reinvent the wheel the way Moneyball did in baseball for basketball, okay, we can all take a knee when we win a championship. But his story has showed us <laughs> lately. When you've got a guy who fancies himself, I'm a NBA guy, I can figure this out, and you've got a guy with all the experience of Travis Schlank and you take that for the other, there's a problem there. And then, you know, we got a relatively inexperienced general manager. I love what Kyle Corver said about accountability and the locker room culture and all that, and that's good if that's going to be part of the message, but we still got a lot of guys. First off, a lot of chefs making this stew, a lot of inexperience, mm. and a huge trade deadline coming up. So I'm curious
2: to see what happens because it's not just about now. It's about how you continue to shape this roster. And, Mike, here's the other part. And you said this earlier. You know, when Sam Amick told us, that DeJounte Murray's going to have a decision to make here in a year or so about whether he wants to stick around. You've got to make this environment and this culture comfortable enough that it makes him feel like we're moving in the right direction. If he
1: leaves, we gave up three first-rounders. We lost This is like, remember Danny Manning, the trade that everyone still goes back to is the night their heart was broken by the Hawks. And then Manning splits. Like Mark Teixeira, you make that deal with the Braves, Mark Teixeira splits. You've got to know where you're going with this. And, again, it's just one article, but Sam Amick talking to DeJounte. DeJounte, the impression I got was a lot of drama going on here in Atlanta, not really what I was expecting, not the way we did things in San Antonio. granted they weren't winning playoff games, but if he's a little disenchanted, if the trade dynamic sours his attitude, then that trade is a disaster. If he doesn't want if, if he scrams.
2: Yeah. Can I hear Chris Vivlamore from the AJC? He was on our radio station yesterday talking about this story and the disconnect between Trey and the organization. Now, this is interesting because you would think that if Trey and Nick are, are, mm-hmm. are, are cool with each other, with each other, right, that, right. that there is no problems, that Trey is going to be here, that that's the situation. And Chris Vivlamore is basically saying there is still some disconnect there.
4: Uh, that's a good question too. <laughs> um, um, I think having training your, in your organization presents challenges. Uh, we've seen some of them bubble out. Um, we had a you know an element in the reporting today that you know he didn't even fly back with the team after a loss to Miami in the playoffs last year. Like that stuff, I think is a is uh, a young player who needs to mature. Uh, and I think there are issues with that. Um, but they're look, they Trey Young is their guy right now. You have to be if you, you traded Luka Doncic for him, um, and you can see what Luka Doncic is doing. And we can all say they've you know advanced the same amount in the playoffs. But Luka does what he does on a nightly basis. He's a perennial first team All NBA or perennial All Star. Um, they've got to live with that. That and. But don't get me wrong, Trey's offensive capabilities are unquestioned. Right. Uh, But he does present challenges. I mean, he's a defensive liability. He's small. He doesn't, you know, it's hard to guard. uh, And you've got to compensate for that at times.
1: Yeah, I mean the the way things went two years ago, it was advantage Trey, and then Luca, and we joked around. You know, we've had our drama in the front office. Luca got Rick Carlisle and and, uh Nelson fired, Donnie Nelson fired. So both guys have kind of stirred the drink one way or the other. But Luca, you know, when you go a triple double with six, I mean, that's a whole different animal. We just need Trey to get back. I think if Trey was doing the things he was doing, you know, two years ago, we'd stop. I don't care if he's taking a private jet, although the optics on that are kind of funky in the middle of a series. You're down. I know the play in game, which you had to go from Cleveland immediately to Miami and play on no rest. And then night two, you decide to go back without the team. That's a bit funky. I mean, what, do you make that into a big deal or not? So, just, just to be correct, you said this was
2: after game two. We were down 02. Right. Is that yeah. right? We, we lost the first two in Miami. Okay. Because the end of a series is always different if you get beat when guys kind of go their separate ways. Now, that doesn't mean guys won't fly back and then leave from the city that they're in. But I don't get that. I I, I don't know why, and I agree with Chris Vivlamore. Again, this gets back to growing up and being mature and and being on that plane and saying, hey, we got to play better. We can still get back in this series, unless you completely thought that you weren't going to do that and it really didn't matter. I don't know. I don't think that he thinks that way. I think that Trey is a competitor, and I always give him the benefit of the doubt. But... I, to find that out, and again, these are the things that go on behind the scenes that I don't think most fans realize, and some fans will be like, well, what's the big deal? I don't understand. So he took his own plane back. It's you, a team cut. You conscience. are the leader of the team, okay? You may not have played your best that night, and you need to be accountable to the guys that are on your team. You don't need to be on a private jet, you know, eating shrimp and lobster by yourself, and I'm not saying he was, <laughs> and just enjoying the time because you don't want to hear the, the nonsense. Right. That's not how this works. So being accountable to people if you're on a team matters. And that part bothers me just because
1: it tells me, again, where his head was at. That's not the reason why we lost the series. Miami was better than we were last year. No, again, and part of it was, you know, if you do the chronology of it, it all starts earlier in the season. Well, you know, regular season's kind of boring. Okay, well, you sure played like it because we had to get in the play-in game. We obviously had to beat Charlotte here, then we had to go up to Cleveland. You created that situation, and then by virtue of Miami locking you down and no other viable options other than DeAndre Hunter in Game 5, we, at your behest, bring DeJounte Murray in and that is still an ongoing chemistry issue. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's wrong to say that was a screwed up situation and we still in one. It would help if Trey would take some accountability here. All right, guys. Top 3 at 6 is coming up. Dogs
2: celebrate again. But Stetson Bennett was on one. Wait till you hear what he had to say coming up on Sports Radio 929 the game.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue.